Patients and their families are struggling to keep in contact as Gauteng State Hospitals are facing a communication crisis. It's believed that people cannot contact their relatives, make appointments, uh, or get updates on their own relatives or the, the health conditions of those of their loved ones as the telephone lines were cut because the Gauteng Health Department has not paid their phone bills. Um, online, we speak to the DA's Jack Bloom. Uh, good evening to you, Jack. Uh, good evening. Good to be with you. Jack, what's this? The Gauteng Health Department not paying their bills? How serious of a problem it is? And how is it possible to keep a hospital functioning uh, in the times that we are living in without a phone line? Well, that's a very good question. This has been going on for two weeks now. I keep getting calls from people that tell me various hospitals they can't get through. And I mean, it's extremely serious because, uh, you know, people can't find out how their relatives are doing. Patients can't book uh, appointments. And it's been going on for more than two weeks. And only now the Gauteng Health Department has responded to, to my press statement. And they said, oh, there's 32 hospitals that are have their phones cut because they haven't been paid but you know telcom hasn't been paid and there's 83 clinics involved as well now i think this is a, a disaster because uh, patients simply can't get through how do you function doctors are using their own cell phones to 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 make transfers and and only now the Gauteng health department says oh there are discrepancies in billing with uh, telcom and they're trying to sort it out but to me this is uh, <laughs> this should have been sorted out two weeks ago as soon as, soon as the problem started. Uh, you know, it's just part of the, the general mismanagement of the Gauteng Health Department. A simple thing like paying your telephone bills isn't done. Meanwhile, patients simply can't get through to hospitals and, and that's why we have the situation that we're in now. Mm. Jack, I mean, besides, of course, it being an embarrassing situation that you have dozens of uh, healthcare facilities um, not not being able to communicate simply because they haven't paid, uh, you know, the, the the phone bill. And even though money is present by way of the budget, obviously, um, who, who is to answer here? I mean, who is where does this the, the buck stop when it comes to the non-payment of bills to that magnitude in your health department? Well, it's uh, obviously the, the chief financial officer of the Gauteng Health Department, which is acting point and now. And part of the problem there is that uh, the two previous uh, chief financial officers have had to be suspended because uh, they were suspected of being involved in corruption. We have an acting head of department. They still don't have a firm head of department. And the political accountability is with the Gauteng MEC for, for health and, and wellness. Now, I'm just staggered that uh, um, they didn't take action sooner. Um, only now today have they put out a statement acknowledging uh, the problem. But uh, I've been dealing with this for, for some time. At the Steve Beaker Hospital, the, uh, the, the CEO of the hospital uh, sent out uh, a list of cell phone numbers as, as some way of communicating with the hospital. But it, it really is a crisis. You know, doctors have to arrange transfers. And, and, and they simply can't get through to the hospital. So uh, only now are we seeing some some action by the Gauteng Health Department. Uh, you know, I also blame CEOs, CEOs of the hospital. I know they're victims of, of the Gauteng Health Department not paying its bills, but uh, they should have been uh, protesting more loudly and, and, and getting something done. Um, mm. You know, 32 hospitals. Just imagine how many patients are affected. That includes Steve Beaker, uh, Sharman Kneke, 
includes Krasani Baragwanath Hospital. You know, these are major, major hospitals. And now it turns out 83 clinics as well. Um, just think of people who, you know, who actually might have lost their lives uh, because they weren't able to get through to the hospital. Or, or maybe you're a relative and you didn't know how bad it was for for your relative who uh, was a patient at a hospital you couldn't get through. And how did they even, you know, God forbid, to inform you if a patient has died? Uh, I mean, who knows the tragedies of, of a lack of communication? Now, I, I raised this uh, last year, in fact, because I asked the question of the legislature. It turns out that, the, the uh, you know, the, there's a problem of outdated switchboards. So even without uh, unpaid bills, uh, switchboards often don't work optimally. And at the time, the MEC said, no, they're going to be upgrading all their switchboards. Well, I certainly hope they've, they've upgraded switchboards, but they need to pay their bills as well. And, and here they are admitting finally that they haven't paid a telecom bill. Have you had an opportunity, Jack, to engage with uh, hospital staff members, patients as well, uh, with regards to the impact that this has had on their lives? Well, I was getting, I actually put out a press statement uh, two weeks ago, and I, I just highlighted two hospitals, Sharp and Heike and Steve Beaker, uh, where I, I thought it was because the switchboard had broken down. But it's it's only in the last few days that people were telling me, no, no, it's not a switchboard problem. It's actually an unpaid telecom bill problem. And, um, you know, people were telling me they can't get through. And uh, what I did at Steve Biko is contacted the CEO of the hospital and she made available a list of, of cell phone numbers. But, you know, how many people are able to, to access that list? Now it turns out that it's uh, far larger than I thought. And, and here we only get a reaction from the Gauteng Health Department because they're responding to, to my press statement on, on the matter. So, look, I, I don't think we can continue like this with, with uh, this major mismanagement that, frankly, is costing the lives of people. And just imagine the distress. You know, maybe mm. people had a relative that had died and they didn't even know because uh, nobody could get through to them. I mean, it's unthinkable. Um, mm. And people can't make appointments. I had patients telling me, they said, no, no, they need to... They need to check if they've still got an appointment. They need to make contact. And I had a, a lady today who was trying to arrange a transfer, and she said, well, we're trying the lines at Steve Biko, and, uh, and nobody answers. Uh, well, well, look, I tested the lines. You get either it just rings interminably or it says this phone number isn't working. Now we know the reason. It's because they haven't paid the bill. So uh, they must pay the bill. Do it as soon as possible. Mm. Jack, uh, you say that there is some, um, possibly some light at the end of the tunnel with them acknowledging that they've got a problem. Have they have they given any indication as to when this uh, discrepancy, if they may call it that, uh, is going to be resolved and you're going to have a working telephone line at the, uh, the facility? Well, what they talk about is they say they blame it all on, quote, discrepancies in the bill mm. and they question these discrepancies. They claim that I think they made a payment of something like three or four million rand and that there's another payment that's going to come. But, you know, to be honest, if it's not one crisis, it's another crisis with the Carting Health Department. Uh, I think we have elections in three year, in three months' time. Uh, so it's just down the road. Uh, the, the ANC currently rules Gauteng with a single a single seat majority. I think it's uh, very feasible that an opposition coalition could take over the provincial government to then start to fix up the Gauteng Health Department. But now I was elected in 1994, so I've got a 30-year perspective on the Gauteng Health Department. It's just one scandal 
after another. I, I think that the, the rot is extremely deep. I think that there needs to be a, a wholesale change. I think you've got to put decent, uh, you know, competent, uh, honest people in charge at every level. And, and then we hopefully stop these, these scandals. But uh, I, I, I just think of the thousands of people affected by a simple thing they just can't get through to, to the hospital. You know, people think maybe it's busy or, or it's just their fault. But it turns out it's just an unpaid bill. And it's it's not like the Karting Health Department pays its bills on time. Uh, I mean, notoriously, uh, there's small businesses go out of business because they haven't been paid. You know, I think the last figure I saw is that uh, only 40% of businesses are paid within the legally required 30 days. So this has gone on for, for years and years. Uh, in fact, there are some major suppliers who say they won't deal with the Karting Health Department at all because they won't get paid. Um, now, that sort of uh, mismanagement uh, which the Auditor General talks about in every annual report, that sort of mismanagement has to stop. And I actually think it just needs a complete uh, change in political direction. The, obviously, the political world is not there to, 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 to fix the situation, else it would have been fixed uh, long ago. Mm. Jack Bloom, thank you for your time this uh, evening and for your, well, your follow-ups with the Gauteng Health Department and the woes that continue to come out of the place. Uh, thank you for your time, Jack. Thank you.